It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Sandy Duncan. sketch, Megan? Oh my god, the fucking banana sketch. You know about the banana sketch? That's gaslighting. It is gaslighting. <laughs> Talk about getting canceled. Kermit's right to stick up for himself. He's like, there is no such thing there, as the banana there's sketch. There's no such thing. Uh, it's time to watch The Muppets. We watched it. I just watched it. Did you just watch it? Yeah. We just watched it. I have like the worst short-term memory. Oh yeah, same. that if I didn't just watch it, I would have totally forgotten what the episode. I know, was and about. you're not even like a like a pot smoker like that. No. Like no, no. <laughs> I just have terrible. You're just like nope, goldfish. Yeah, I need <laughs> swim, swim, swim. What is it? Ginkgo biloba. <laughs> I have that in my bag, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we watched the Sandy Duncan episode of The Muppet Show, episode fourteen of season one. All right, let me go over my notes about Sandy Duncan. I don't know who she is. Okay. I wish I had her body type. She looks like she's a rod in her back. Yeah, she's like so <laughs> theater that she's like straight yeah. up. And she's like, she doesn't look like this person, but she reminds me of, um, what's that like queen, pr- it's a princess, I think, in the never ending story. The one that doesn't age. The, I don't know how to say her the name. Childlike, she's a ridiculous name. The childlike empress is her name, yes. maybe. No, she has like a name. That's so creepy that they call her that. She That's what Sandy name, Duncan and looks he has like to, though. Like shout it or something, right? Yes. I don't remember. I've seen this movie a million times. And I don't oh, know. you're right. It just says childlike empress in here. Oh, that's really the name. That's so wild. I'm giving myself points for that one. You got it on the first shot. Yeah, I haven't seen it in years and ages. My mom, this is the type of movie I'd watch on my mom's uh, bed for whatever reason. She had like a big king size bed. My mom, my dad, and I'd like watch it, sit on their bed watch it like in their room sorry uh-huh. i'm repeating myself please cut that watch it i'm trying to vi- i'm like <laughs> visualizing it. it and i'm like oh my god i'm in the room again <laughs> like why am i thinking like that and she'd come in to do laundry or something she's like ah i hate this movie or this one <laughs> that movie was one of those that was always on mm-hmm. always on ah, this this stupid movie yeah <laughs> okay so sandy duncan rod rod <laughs> and she can kick High kick. She can kick. Yeah, she can kick. Fozzie performs the famous banana sketch by Gags Beasley, which everyone, including guest Sandy Duncan, has heard of. Everyone, except for Kermit. Oh, God. I liked the idea of keeping Kermit in the dark on something. But Scooter was in this episode, and that's unforgivable. Scooter (laughs) was, but he was... You don't know who Gags Beasley is? Like, Scooter, you don't know anything. So go back to your uncle's house. He's a fucking liar. I'm like, the uncle isn't even his real uncle. It's just like, Scooter's a gay boy, and like, it's the 70s. <laughs> it's Pride Month. I can talk about these things. <laughs> the commercial industry puts rainbows in the air. I'll just talk about gay culture. Open. More than you already have oh, on I the do? show. Yeah. All right, so we start the show off with Kermit comes out to announce... That the show will be a real 
bang up affair. Crazy Harry then picks up his cue, blasting Kermit off the stage and sending him to Statler and Waldorf's box. Yeah, I remember this. Okay, let's just talk about the fact that Statler and Waldorf had, like, a really terrible joke. They should be canceled. Oh, are you talking about, like... Later on. I feel like a boy. Oh, it makes, she makes me feel like a girl. I'm going to go look for one now. Yeah, I'm going like, to look for one now. And he's just like, oh, 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 oh. I'm just like, well, okay. So then after Crazy Harry blows Kermit into the box, he then blows Kermit out of the box, and Fozzie takes it upon himself to introduce instead their special guest, Sandy Duncan. This is kind of fun. This is a, This was a lot of fun. Yeah. She performs A Nice Girl Like Me, singing and dancing in a bar with several monsters. But I'm also talking about the, not the feud, but the competition between Fozzie and Kermit. Mm -hmm. How Fozzie is always trying to take Kermit's life. I loved that he saw his his moment. Oh, yeah. He's like, Kermit is maybe a little bit hurt. He's not going to go check on Kermit. He's going to come out and he's going to start the fucking show. Well, they make it kind of clear that this is going to be a Fozzie episode Mm -hmm. from the beginning. Like, this is a Fozzie storyline, you know? It absolutely was. And I loved it for that. And I'm here for it. I want to start, honestly, this episode by saying I think this is my favorite one in a little while. My favorite one in a little while, We've had a rough patch. (laughs) The bar, you're like, my favorite one in a little while. Yeah, I feel like we really are about to start, like, a fucking sprint. Me too, it's changing. With these next couple episodes. Okay, so I really liked how they were able to, they make it clear, it's a Fozzie episode, but they do show sort of frogs at the tail end. Yeah. I like that too. That was very. They're 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 actually switching it up. So it's like they put the Fozzie spot rel- like in the beginning. Yeah. 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 It, it comes right after. Um, so we're gonna do Sandy Duncan. Yeah. Let's talk about this at the bar. I love all of the Muppet people. Like the ones <gasps> where it's a person. Oh in yeah. A suit. Oh yeah. We got to see our French guy again very briefly. And then just these, like, creepos that were, like... They but they're so much fun. Guns. It was a lot of fun. I really, really loved it. I this. really liked it. It was it was a good opener, just like all the other openers have been. Yeah. It's really a, fun. a great way to start an episode. I wish that they would end the episodes with a bang, too, instead of ending the episodes with, like, a, a low sweet point? song or something. It's kind of weird to, like... I wonder why they do that. Are they, like, starting you high and then putting you to bed at the end? Like, literally you know, putting you to bed. It's like, time okay, to wrap guys. up the night. Yeah. Family night. Go lay down. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> so what time is it on 7.30? It was on till 8? It's like, Probably. okay. Probably, yeah, right? Like... So then we cut backstage where Fozzie begs Kermit to lend him $5 so he can pay the new writer that he has, legendary Gags Beasley. <laughs> Kermit won't lend him money, but assumes gags comes pretty cheap because Fozzie explains their deal is he gets paid by the laugh. Kermit quips, then he owes you money. I thought that was fun. I I really liked their back and forth. I loved how much backstage we got in this episode. A lot of banter. Even Hilda at the end, or in the middle of that. Yeah, and then like towards the end, they set up like, you know, Kermit presses the intercom and he's like, you know, ready the set for Veterinarian's Hospital and... I love the workings of it yes. more than, you know, other things like that. Yeah. I feel so, like they're really feeling their stride. They're mm-hmm. starting to. Yeah. And even with Frank Oz is taking more liberty with his different voices during the episodes. Like, his range, I noticed. Like, he, he had a lot of range with Fozzie. Mm-hmm. And then also with Piggy. He changed Piggy's voice a, a yeah. bit. Peggy. Uh, Peggy. <laughs> Peggy Bundy. Her name Peggy now. <laughs> Piggy, yeah, she does go through, like, a a fun way of speaking when she addresses Kermit in that scene. Yeah. She really does. There's a lot of tension there. <laughs> but it's kind of fun. Do you think that Frank Oz and Jim Henson had a lot of tension in their personal relationship or I'm I'm curious if they did. I know um just you and I back and forth we've looked at a lot of Frank Oz's recent tweets. 
Yeah. In the last couple of months or years. Yeah, but Disney bought the Muppets. It's like, you know, it was experimental back Mm. then. It was like fun and adventurous and it's not like it's like star wars and i think he even stopped did he stop doing those two or no no i know it's a spoiler for anybody who didn't watch the last star wars movie or the second to last the last jedi he was in that one as yoda and you know what george lucas is still alive yeah you know yeah and he must be as much a collaborator for, or, or at least for, a consultant you know, like yeah. i don't know it's his production yeah. right who knows what his what his deal was mm-hmm. But, you know, Jim isn't alive, and they've done a lot of different things. It hasn't things been for a very long time. With the Muppets. Yeah. They've He's... tried to use the Muppets in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I don't know what set him off. I really don't know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. I just got the Jim Henson book, mm. like the biography from a couple years ago. Who wrote it? I do not remember. You know who should have written it? Jeff Gwynn, because he writes amazing biographies. Yeah. And he captures the time. Uh-huh. So he wrote the Manson uh, biography, oh God, yeah. which I loved. And um, one about... J- Jamestown or Jonestown Jonestown yeah, yeah. yeah Jamestown I'm like wait <laughs> the village that disappeared <laughs> like what am I talking about yeah I don't know who wrote this one I don't remember at least but I'm like looking to dive into that and see if maybe there's some other information about like his collaborators yeah. in it too you know because mm-hmm. I don't know that there's a Frank Oz book or Richard not Hunt yet book or you know like yeah. or just a book about they like, must the all feel a certain of- type of way yeah. About it. Because imagine just like losing your friend like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. A pioneer. And then others taking over and, you know. It's like Apple. <laughs> it's what I imagine. Like, I know anything about any of those worlds. I don't. You think Tim Cook is uh, no Brian Henson or. Uh, I don't know. Tim Apple. I'm I sorry. don't even know what I'm talking about. So the Swedish chef prepares donuts with a pistol. This was I fun. I knew. So okay, when I was watching this, I was like, I can picture Doug laughing out loud Love on so the couch. Much. He yelps, throwing these muffins in the air and, and shooting then using them. This like, musket ass pistol <laughs> to shoot it. a hole in them, and then at the end he goes donut or whatever. Yeah. So stupid. I loved. He he spoke a lot of that fake Swedish in this yeah. episode. It was funny. Oh my god! Disney Plus tries to give it subtitles. It's insane. Well, he does say things. Yeah. But it's like, Thornton, Burton, like, yeah. donut. Muffin, he's yeah. a muffin, or... <laughs> so silly. After this, we move on to Fozzie's monologues. Oh, boy. Fozzie starts to perform the banana sketch, which we do not hear at this time. Uh, you know, it cuts and off. And we cut back to backstage, where to Hilda Hilda. is, like, peeking, and she goes, oh, my God, he's doing the banana sketch, or whatever. This reminded me of that movie, and this is a... I'm reaching here, mm-hmm. but I just watched the movie Big Business with Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin, and they, like, oh, play okay. two sets of twins. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know that movie. I can picture the DVD cover. Okay. Or, like, the... I watched they, it on Disney+. Were, Plus. They like, were they, like, maids? No, they dress up at... One of them, Lily Tomlin, dresses up as a maid. Okay, in the they're movie. maids on the cover, or... Are they? Lily oh, my Tomlin God, so weird. No, like... It's the most ridiculous storyline mm. I've ever seen. But basically, everybody's just missing. You know? And yeah. it's like, they're all living around each other, and then they end up meeting. And I don't know why this reminded me of it. It was like, it took Kermit, I guess, it was too long for him to realize he was being gaslit. 
Uh-huh. I feel like. Sorry, that was a lot to uh-huh. say a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the show is, Megan. Yeah. It's a lot to say a little. <laughs> He's being gaslit. He definitely was being gaslit. And you know what? That movie's not even about being gaslit. I just watched it the other day. <laughs> you just wanted to talk about having watched a bit of the Lily Tomlin movie. Yeah, and it was so funny. <laughs> It was very funny. And I watched Sister Act 2 this weekend. Sister Act 2 rules. And remember the Titans. Yeah. I don't know. But it was like a good... That movie's fine. That movie's fine, exactly. I had to pick a movie that everybody in the room would like. Okay. And it had to be on Disney Plus, it sounds like. (laughs) I looked at everything (laughs) I had on my phone. And I was like, these are probably the best. And Because I didn't have to worry if it was like too bad. Yeah, there's nothing in those movies that's really going to be... No. There were some things, like in Big Business, one of the guys bought condoms, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, my God. And then there was, like, gay, there was a gay innuendo, and uh-huh. it was it was really funny. I liked it. Anyway, move on. Keep me going. <laughs> so, when Fozzie returns backstage, Kermit then tries to ask him about the banana sketch, but Fozzie is too busy spreading it around that Kermit hasn't heard of it. The frog turns to the audience, believing that someone is pulling his leg, Someone is, is pulling his leg. It's the great Gonzo. I loved his voice during this part for some reason. I loved Gonzo in this episode entirely. <laughs> and he is looking mangy. Yeah. He looks just like so raw and weird. And his voice was like terrible. It was it, terrible. I, I love this like wild ass Gonzo. It was, and, and he got called the great Gonzo mm-hmm. by his full name. I really love when he looks like just like a mad, like, scary looking mess. Like his Can you do a Gonzo like, impression? Big, I I don't think I can. <laughs> I can't. If I heard it, I, I maybe can't. could. But it's like this. Like, <laughs> I'm constantly. Right, oh, maybe. Maybe it's got more of this to it. Yeah. I don't know. Then we move on to At the Dance, which I think I laughed one. genuinely through just about every little dumb bit of this. Yeah. Name them. Do you remember them all? Uh, I remember the rabbit that said, where do we meet? Oh, yeah. And then the his hop. girlfriend said, we met at the hop. I just remember Jennifer and being delighted at seeing her getting along with Animal <laughs> yeah, and like, not oh, being Oh, no, no, no. Is that Jennifer? Jennifer was with Ralph. He Maybe had another girl Jennifer, this one with who, the pink shirt. Who has kind of like made up, a made up face versus the other one. What shirt's colors? Do you see? The, the, you can't see the shirts in this photo. <laughs> Ralph talks about his cousin who lives in the desert and runs very fast oh. because of the distance between trees. I didn't get it. Because bears are climb trees? I, I don't understand. I think it was they were running for the shade. Oh. Or maybe it's like dogs pee on the tree. Oh. I don't know. It could be a lot I of things. I feel like it's really, it's just such a good joke that it's like really open for interpretation. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't get it. Oh, boy. Oh, Mildred talks about seeing the changing of the guard. Oh, they that was funny. Dirty. There was a lot of like dumb. That was cute. This next bit I and the fall. loved. Sweetums crying in the park. Oh my gosh. And then Sandy Duncan sits down and talks about inner beauty and blah, 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 and cheers him up. Mm-hmm. That was really cute. And did you notice that I think an early rudimentary version of Gritty was in this episode? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that definitely, this monster Put had, eyes on this thing. For sure had the Gritty spirit. <laughs> yeah. Because then she sees another, like, rough-looking Muppet monster, and yeah. she's like, oh, don't be yeah, sad. Yeah, Gritty. You're beautiful, and you're whatever. And then he, like, literally looks at her, and he just slams a pie in her face. Everybody like, thinks a pie in the face is funny. At least once. It, I mean, it's an old class. Behemoth is this guy's name. Behemoth is offended and slams a pie into her face. I think you should add to the gritty Wikipedia that uh, Behemoth is Gritty's father, or something, or grandfather. Non, non um, 
non-gender assuming parent. Yeah. Because I feel like Gritty is also another, like... Yeah. <laughs> Gritty's like, yeah, you'll never know. Gritty is the non-binary nightmare that we all deserve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So then we move on to Gritty. our UK spot where Gonzo is accompanied by... Ralph I knew this was nobody. the UK spot. Yeah. I knew it. I was like, I bet this is the UK spot. This song was fine. Because Gonzo was in it. Okay, what I liked about this song... Ooh, I tapped, sorry. What what I liked about this song is that Ralph howls. Yeah. In the background. I like when Ralph shows to be an actual dog at times. I love when he's a dog. The next sketch was a lot of fun, too, but another one of those, like, this... Weird girl, Mary Louise. She seems to like Harold oh, these songs my that are like very Sesame Street to me. Wait, which one is this? This is the little girl riding the crocodile. Oh, yeah, the crocodile. Okay. Did we skip a part? Did we skip the interview? No. Okay. That comes next. Okay, sorry. So Mary Louise rides through the swamp singing, Never Smile at a Crocodile, as frogs are eaten by her crocodile. I thought this was bizarre and hilarious. It I liked so it. It was so good and so weird. I was like, this is great. I can get behind when this. the alligator crocodile <laughs> opens its mouth and the little frogs peek their heads out and they start singing yeah. too. So stupid. And then they jump out yeah. eventually. I loved that also, because when they jumped out, <laughs> they then landed back in the quote-unquote swamp with a splash of water behind them. And I'm like, did someone really just like... Throw, throw water. Up. That's like, so good. And then he, the joke, can I see you for lunch tomorrow? Uh-huh. They were like, I was like, okay. <laughs> you were, you had us already. We love yeah, this. Yeah, we love this. You didn't need to insert yeah. a cheese ball joke. So then we move on to our talk spot where Sandy and Fozzie can't believe that Kermit doesn't know what the banana sketch is. Oh, God, with this banana sketch. Sandy tries to explain it. She and Fozzie can't stop laughing long enough to describe it. There's, there's no banana sketch. Oh, gaslit again. Yeah. I did like... Sandy Duncan was very charming in this episode. In her... She was no... What? That Florence Henderson. she believed that these were real She was great. Creatures. She very much was acting alongside them, but, not with that... Not, you know, like... Yeah. I loved that. And then they were all boy uh, Muppets. Did you notice that? Like, it was like Wayne was in there and... Yeah. Yeah, at the song towards the end. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was thinking about that one. <laughs> My bad. This is still the talk spot. Oh, the talk spot. Oh, that's how boring I thought it was. The talk spot, yeah. It was just a lot of like... Oh, God. I started looking I'm at my skipping phone. skipping over it. And Liz goes, you have to pay attention to this. And I said, no, I, I get what this is. Yeah, this, this is, is... the bit. That they're, they can't and explain it. And yeah. I don't need to hear what they're not explaining. Oh, I get it. I'm just... And then Fozzie came in. We move on to our Muppets News Flash in the newsroom. Uh, the newsman interviews Miss Billy Lee Bonkers of Texas about setting the world jumping in place record. Oh, yeah. How does she do it? She's standing on a hot plate. This is a Bazooka Joe comic. Yes. That's what that is to me. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> like, unwrap it to see a little scene from go, Bazooka oh. Joe. And you, go, okay. you don't laugh. You go, yeah. oh. And you throw it away in the <laughs> trash can outside the 7-Eleven where you bought it. <laughs> Then we move on to Miss Piggy behind the scenes. Piggy learns that Kermit has never heard of the banana sketch and is devastated. <coughs> Kermit calmly states, There is no banana sketch! There never was a banana sketch and there never will be a banana sketch! Kermit then meets a banana who says, Hey, which way to my dressing room? And don't try to shove me in the refrigerator. I love this. I love the banana. I love a stick I puppet. I love so the stupid. banana. With his little... Eyes. Just like his little yeah. eyes and his little mouth where it's like his, he's like a pez dispenser. He's a flap, His head yeah. has to like bounce like, back and forth. 
Kermit then breaks down in tears. We move I don't on to, blame him. I don't blame him either. You know, it's I kind of felt bad for Kermit this episode. I was oh, like, oh God. my God. But he is too boring on his own, I noticed. I was like, they're probably doing this because Kermit's kind of a little boring. <sighs> Can I say? <laughs> we haven't gotten to that part yet. Yeah. But I love when Kermit wears his little suit. <laughs> that it just might be the cutest thing that yeah. Kermit does. He has on this little purple suit, and he's like, "Ah, oh, thanks, guys, for watching yeah. the show." Yeah, at the blah. end. Yeah, I I love his little dumb suit. I like the suit that you put on Kermit for our stickers. Oh, the uh, the David Byrne. I love it. Big talking head suit. It's time to watch the Muppets. So then we move on to Veterinarian's Hospital, where Doctor Bob has only just completed his first transplant. And is already hoping for a second chance. Then he remembers that he lost his watch in the patient. I love how burnt out everyone always seems in this sketch. <laughs> They're like, Dr. Bob. They're so burnt out. They're yeah. like, okay, this is the last one till we get through. <laughs> he left his watch in the patient. And I love that it's just that, like, it's a head with, like, a mound. Even the announcer was over at this episode. Yeah, he definitely was. So then we move to Sandy Duncan singing Try to Remember. I know. <laughs> singing try to remember to kermit in a peaceful setting slowly a whole group of muppets arrived to listen this is what i was talking about before yes it was all like, boy muppets yeah that one guy who's like he's like george blue, was in there yeah and he has like those the, the like one tooth at the yeah bottom, and it's like and he has those he has like fucking eyebrows yeah and he was watching and i thought i saw wayne yeah but wayne looked like without wanda and they, I felt like they were holding him kind of high. Yeah. Because he looked big. Yeah, he And I he was like, Wayne big. doesn't usually look that big, so I wasn't sure if it was him or not. I feel like I didn't talk enough this episode about how much I love seeing Dr. Teeth in the beginning of the episode and, like, them jamming out. Oh, yeah. That whole yeah. bit opened with, like, the band booming. Yeah. That was great. That was really I love. As soon as it came on, I was like, oh, my God, it I'm going like to love really this. It was a raucous, like, yeah. beginning. And I love when he's, like, shaking his turtly arms, uh-huh. like, those flaps. They're, like... Four feet long. Yeah. Just a little too long. Very funny. Very fun. So this one was good. It was kind of like putting me to sleep. Yeah. You had a long weekend, though? Yeah, I had a long weekend. You watched Remember the Titans? Yeah. You watched... You know what else I remember about why I picked those movies? is because Lisa can't sit for two hours to watch a movie, and Uh the movies they make these days are are like too long. Mm -hmm. An hour, 40 minutes, great time for a family movie. Yeah. Hour 50 minutes top, 37 minutes, you know? Like, yeah. It's just like, okay, everybody in the family can commit to sit down to watch it. I agree with her, though. I'm too antsy yeah. in. Uh, it's too much for everybody. Yeah. It's too much it's for way everyone. Too much. I wanted to sit down and watch Army of the Dead. How long is that? Long's that? Is that a two parter? I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to have to do it in two parts for mm-hmm. sure. It's a Zack Snyder zombie movie. No, this one rules. You ready? Okay. I'm just so sick so, of hearing this name. You know, Chris D'Elia? The comedian? Leah Delaria? No. No, I don't Chris know. Chris Delia. No, I don't he know Chris Delia. He is Delia. a stand-up comedian, or was a stand-up comedian, I guess, maybe now. Uh, he was on a TV show, blah, blah, blah. He blah, blah, blah. recently was, like, hard-canceled for um, sending, <clears throat> I guess... Please send dick pics? Sending, yeah, like, illicit messages to minors. Oh. And he found out that they were saving the Snapchats that he was sending them. But he did not know that Snapchats could be saved. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he was he was cut from this movie. And do you know who he was replaced by? T- 
Tig. Tig. Yeah. Yes, that's what this movie yeah. is. Yeah, and she did all the um, filming by herself, by right? Herself, and they superimposed. Okay, her I'm definitely movie. gonna I'm like, watch I this. I need to yeah. watch this. this I love ridiculous. Tig. I love Tig so much, and I love the idea of replacing this toxic male comedian with Tig Notaro. Yeah, it's totally androgynous. Yeah, like she's literally the most androgynous. Yeah, I she's- love Tig. I really, really love her, and I love her humor. I love they that have we saw her. Two complete different sets of humor, also. So I cannot believe. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what she brings to this movie, and you can assume what he would have brought. I you know? love like, that that he got replaced by Tig. Yes, I love that, and the Twitter was blowing up over it for yeah. a little while. I definitely have to watch it. I yeah, I really want to see, but it's two hours and twenty minutes long. That's a two parter. That's too long. It looks a lot of fun. I mean, he did um, the Dawn of the Dead remake from like 2003 or so, and I loved that one. You yeah. saw that, right? I probably With did. With Guy Pfeiffer yeah. in the mall. I did see it, but if you ask me who Mackay Pfeiffer is, I have no idea who that is. I feel like you know who you, I, I said Mackay Pfeiffer because I felt like you would know that one. Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. He's oh, in the movie. Phil Dunphy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so at closing, Kermit tells Sandy that on the sh- that on some shows, guests are presented with a dozen roses at the end. Instead, he has Fozzie bring her a bushel of bananas. Fozzie <laughs> tells her it was Kermit's idea, not his, but Sandy is touched. I'm so glad they're not giving out look-alike Muppets anymore. I, I am too, but I miss it. Especially, like, when we get to the Vincent Price episode, I'd love to see a fucking Vincent Price Muppet. Yeah. The Crypt Keeper, Elvira. Elvira's a great host. Elvira would be a really good Muppet guest. Um, so, Megan, do you have anything in closing for this episode? Um, probably not. I mean, I do have a lot going through my head, but of course, it's nothing about the Muppets, or it is about the Muppets, but it's not. Like, I want to see Kermit ride a bike. I'd like to see that. I love how intricate and hard it is. For yes. Me to get. How much ride that bike? Who's and our it makes next me appreciate guest? it even harder. Oh, our next episode, Megan, is uh, the one you've been waiting for since we started doing this show. Our next episode is Candace Bergen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have high hopes for this one. Fozzie brings a series of deliveries to Kermit, pestering the frog with lousy gags. Okay, so another Fozzie episode. episode. Another Fozzie episode. So they're trying something out. Frank wants a little more airtime. Yeah, I don't blame him. Fozzie's a great character, and I love when Fozzie (laughs) is being Fozzie and not just doing his, like, stand-up bit where he gets heckled. You know, like, there's more to him than just that. This is definitely a Bugs Bunny, uh... Daffy, Daffy, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Situation. So, did you catch the end of the episode? No. You didn't watch the Statler and Waldorf at the end? <laughs> Statler and Waldorf. Did they get blown up? At the end? Well, how'd you like the show? Eh, maybe I'm getting soft, but I loved it. Have a banana. Oh, they loved it. Yeah, they loved it. They loved so, it. I mean, the show's growing on them. I, I, I don't know how... So they're growing with us. Yeah, I think so. I like it. That's, I, I really I'm glad you played that back for me. Thank that, you. Yeah. Well, next episode we'll be watching the Candace Bergen episode of The Muppet Show. So please join us next week when we watch the Candace... Our quinceanera. <laughs> the Candace Bergen episode. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>